Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.
Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sports talk from your favorite sports fam, man. What's popping? game in their hands and fumbled it away. And that's going to do it for the end of the game as Joy B comes in and the Bengals beat the Saints 30 to 26 in the dome. But the Saints defense, along with the Saints, uh, helped them out. The Saints uh, definitely, the defense definitely helped the the, uh, Cincinnati Bengals out on that play. They need to go and uh, pat them on their backs in the win. So the Saints lose it, man. This was, this was, this was awful, man. This was awful, man. This was an awful game. Awful, awful defense. Awful defense. Very awful. Awful, 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 awful. Awful. This was awful. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't flag. No, no. That's not, that wasn't, listen, and y'all know I keep it a buck 15. That was no flag on that play. I could tell you a couple other plays that we was looking up for, but there was no flag on that play. You know, it's terrible, man, but this is what it is, family. It stinks, man. Let me go into the team statistics, the final statistics on it, man, at the game. So uh, Coach Payton chimes in and Coach Payton says, uh, ha, 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 ungrateful fans. That was the best thing that ever happened to you guys. Enjoy the next 30 years of losing. Thank you, Coach Payton. Appreciate you chiming in. You're a very high morale person for doing that. Smallville, shout out, said we can't score the TDs when they're supposed to count. Yeah, shout out to you, bro. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, it's just, um, I'm at a loss for words on this one. <laughs> uh, thank you, Christopher. Christopher Waterman. Thank you, bro. Shout out for Christopher Waterman, man, uh, for the super chat, man. And Brother Christopher said, for Saints fan in Los Angeles, thank you, my friend. Appreciate you. Hope you're doing well out there. And much love to you. Thank you for your, your cash app. Also, shout out to my brother, Rob uh, Robinson Davenport. Thank you, bro, for your cash app as well. So shout out to Christopher Waterman. Uh, a, a Saints fan in Los Angeles. Shout out to you for Christopher. And also shout out to uh, Robin Davenport. Thank you, Robin, uh, for your cash app. My friend, appreciate you. It's the, I'm at a loss of words, family, for this one. I really am. I'm, I'm at a severe loss of words. Uh, Tim says our offense just needs to be stable, but and when they are, he says, but and when they are, our defense just becomes lukewarm. Yes, indeed, bro. I'm at a loss for words on this one, bro. I I I really am, man. Because the offense did enough to win the game. Really, the defense surrendered the game. The defense really did this to us. The defense really gave up this game to the. It's it's awful. Uh, uh Kaleep says, bring back Jameis next week. Dalton could not handle the pressure, and Allen gets lost in close games. Thank you, bro. Rich says, Q, where was Taysom? I know. I just asked that question, bro. Well was Taysom at the end of the game. He was nowhere to be found. They put the game in the hands of Andy Dalton, who was was lukewarm at best against his former team. Lukewarm at best. I I, I can't answer that one, bro. Maybe that's something the media can ask. Where was he at at the back end of the game? All right, Biff Webster says, Bengal fan coming in peace. <laughs> Thanks for the good game, a good play-by-play, and take care of Andy Dalton for us. Good game. Thank you, Biff. Appreciate you for the super chat, fam. Congratulations on the win for the ben, the, the Cincinnati Bengals as they improve, man, to 500. So the Bengals get back to 500. And once again, man, I congratulate the Cincinnati Bengals 
for a victory, man. I'm not going to be a sour grape guy about it. I'm going to give them congratulations because the Bengals did what they were supposed to do. They took advantage of a poorish defense and they handled the business. So shout out to the Bengal people. And uh, it's going to be rough. We got Solomon Hill chiming up in here. He'll be coming uh, in on Monday. So he coming in on the win. So that's going to be fun uh, to talk to him about the Bengals after a win. So there you go. All right. So anyway, 22 to 21 on the first down. Uh, eight of 17, the bank, uh, Saints were on the third down. Bengals were 6 of 10. Saints also on 0 for 1, and that was the last fourth down. Saints had 71 plays to get this right. 71 plays to get it right versus the Bengals, only 54. My goodness. You look at the yardage, total yards, 399 by the Saints versus 341 in the matchup. So, my goodness. My goodness. All right. All, and also, let's keep it going, man. Uh, 10 to 10 on the drives. The Bengals flipped it on us, and we're averaging 6.4 yards per catch versus the Saints' yards play went down to five and a half. Total passing 273 for 178. So they, they passed the ball 100, over 100 yards more than the Saints did in this game. They did, fam. And then they kind of, then the Saints went back to Dalton. <sighs> they win the game when he wasn't. He wasn't it. He wasn't the guy. Saints ran at almost a 238 yards on this game. 34 carries. Average seven yards per carry. Still lost. Red zone. The Saints were a miserable, stinking, rotten one out of five family in the red zone. One out of five. The Bengals were three for three in red zone. Three for 30 on the penalties by the Bengals. Four for 34 by the Saints. One turnover. The Saints didn't have a turnover. But the defense allowed offenses to score chunk points. And basically, if you want to blame somebody, usually they lose as a team. But the defense was one that gave up several touchdowns, two touchdowns in particular, that they were supposed to stop that helped the Bengals take this game. And one drive, the Bengals took one play to get 50 yards down the field on the Saints defense that couldn't even tackle. My goodness, 32 to 14 on the time of possession, 27-46 by the Bengals. Box score coming into this thing, as you could take a look at, was Andy Dalton, 17 of 32. That's too many attempts for him. For 162 yards, 5.1 per throw, one touchdown. He was sacked only once. His rating was almost 80, 78%. Taysom was 2 of 4 for 16 yards on the day. Kamara, 19 carries for almost 100 yards for AK-41. He averaged five yards per rush. Excellent. Mark Ingram, nine carries for 46 yards, 5.1 yards per rush. Excellent. Rashid Shaheed disappeared in the fourth quarter. The playmakers disappeared for the Saints. The Saints went away from the playmakers. They went away from the playmakers. Rashid Shaheed, who had to return, the, the reverse for a run for 44 yards in the score. And Taysom Hill, who had five rush attempts for 39 yards and averaged eight yards per rush, was, dis, was, was not even a factor on the last four plays of the game as they tried to put it in, win the game in the hands of Andy Dalton. Big mistake. Traquan Smith, three catches for 43 yards and a score for Traquan Jawan Johnson, four for 41. Marquez Callaway, three uh, catches off of seven targets for 36 yards. Kamara, six catches for 25 yards. Kirkwood had one for 14 in the game. Ingram, one for 11. Troutman, one for eight, who limped off the field. He came back, but limped off again. Demario Davis, Nine tackles on a day with two sacks for Demario Davis. Kay Nellis had a sack in the game. Chris Harris had eight. 
Pete Werner had six. And for those who wanted to know, Bradley Roby had two tackles. He missed at least three tackles today that helped the, the Bengals, especially the last one in which he missed. And Tyron Matthew had three tackles. He blew the tackle, two on the back end, where Jamar Chase just strolled into the end zone. Also, you take a look at Will Lutz was perfect today, 4-4, kicking it. Blake Gilligan was averaging 60 yards a punt. The dude shanked the punt to the 40 to set up the Cincinnati touchdown. Once one, one play for the touchdown that he threw to Jamar Chase for it, and he went 60 yards, or what was it? Yeah, I think it was 60 yards for the touchdown. One play, 60 yards, just like that on the Saints. Pathetic, bullcrap defense. Something has to change, man. That, that defense, man, interiorly speaking, it's just not what's shaking, man. Joy Burrow, 28 of 37, mostly in the shotgun family. This man did all this from a shotgun. He had 300 yards. He averaged 8.1 yards per throw. He had three touchdowns. He was sacked only three times. He had a rating of 126.0. Sacking Joy Burrow late in the game like that really didn't impact him. He had a rhythm going with his offense, as you can tell. He was finding his top three wide receivers all game long, moving the pass, moving the ball against the Saints defense. And then use the off the rushing attack as merely a sidebar attraction. When Joe Mixon did run the ball, he averaged over six yards, almost six yards per carry. So the Saints really didn't stop him. They just didn't run Mixon enough. If they would have gave Mixon the ball 10 or 12 times, he would have more than likely had 100 yards rushing against the Saints because Joey Burrow got 25 of it when he scrambled for a 19-yard run for a score. That was on the Saints' defense. And then the touchdown, the Saints' defense is responsible for 21 points given up very easily. A 60-yard, one-play score on the back end of missed tackling. The the Joe Burrow scramble for 19 yards when they should have set. That, that should have been a field goal there. But should have, could have, would have, would have, could have, should have. You know what I'm saying? Jamal Chase, seven catches for 132. Boy, he had the game of his life against the Saints. Seven catches, 132, average 19 yards per catch. Man had two touchdowns off of 10 targets. Tyler Boyd, six catches for 66 yards. He had 11 yards per catch. T. Higgins, six catches for 47 yards off of 10 targets. They kept him moving. Mixing four out the backfield for, for 23 and six yards per catch. They kept him moving. Everybody, they just kept him moving. Even when he threw it to Hurst, he averaged seven yards per catch. So they just kept the chains moving. The Saints didn't represent any danger to the Cincinnati Bengals offense. Not at all. Jermaine Pratt had 14 tackles from the linebacker position. And of course, just one sack given up, which is a half by Hubbard and B.J. Hill on the play. No interceptions. No turnovers. We called for the turnovers. The Saints didn't give a turnover, family. They didn't. No turnovers given by the Saints, but in the end, family, what they did give up. Man, let me tell you something. This one, this this one's a hard to deal with loss, family. It really was very hard to, to deal with. Very hard to deal with this one, family. This one right here got me at a loss of voids. No doubt about it, family. I ain't gonna keep it a buck fifty. Because when you run like the Saints ran in this game, this should have been a loss. This should have been a loss for the Bengals and a win for the Saints. I don't understand, family. How and why? How and why? How and why? The, I, I just don't get how and why, how and why the Saints defense allowed them people to do them that. I, I just don't understand. The Saints defense was was hideous today. I don't get it. 
I, I'm I'm totally blown away by that family. I, I I'm sorry. I, I'm just I'm I'm at a loss for words on this one. Thank you, B. Thomas. See, we missed Laddie today. And look, and Bradley Roby, bro. Bradley Roby, all he had to do was catch the ball. All he had to do was catch, I mean, not catch the ball, but make the tackle when the guy caught the ball. So not only did he let him catch the ball, not only did he let him catch the ball, like he'll give him a five-yard cushion. Then the guy catches, he runs up and misses the tackle. That, that that's That's pathetic, man. Even when they don't turn over the ball, the Saints defense surrendered a lot of poor plays. And what's really menacing to me is the fact that the Saints defense, we can't say they were freaking tired because the Saints offense put out almost an eight-minute drive. The Saints had plenty of rest and got out there and allowed the Bengals to march down the field on them. And really, the Bengals was marching down on the field again on them until they got the back-to-back sacks that pushed them out. Bengals still got points on that thing. And then the last drive where we needed the Saints to step up and stop the Bengals, they let them people get a 60-yard touchdown on us. One play. So, no, not refs' fault. Not the refs. We can't put this on the refs, family. They had some plays and calls that they didn't make. But remember, the Saints is always the Saints shooting themselves in the foot all the time. If the offense is, is stepping up their game and trying to do some stuff and you can't totally rely on the passing game, of the Saints offense because Dalton's a backup. I, you know, he's a placeholder. That's why you got to mix, mix Taysom in there. But you're doing good with the running attack. You're doing good mixing Taysom. Then they just strip away Taysom in the last several plays of the game. He's not even a factor unless he was banged up. I, I missed it. Unless he was injured and couldn't go out there. Why wasn't he not out there? Anyway, here go Dennis Allen family. Put one in the chat if you can hear Dennis Allen talk about this one. Here we go. It's yeah, terrible. Disappointed that we didn't make those plays at the end of the game to give us an opportunity to win the game. So um, short turnaround Thursday night game. So we got a lot of we got a lot of stuff to clean up in a short period of time. Um, can you give us your thoughts Play at on the end um, and the, the potential lack of defensive pass interference call there? Well, it looked like there was a lot of contact and they weren't really playing the ball. So those are my thoughts. Coach, based on uh, the number of guys that you guys have injured on the injury report, is that affecting, you think, Thank you, brother Thomas. the week with the chemistry of the players, team and such? Um, no. Um, look, I thought we had – I thought I thought we had the right game plan and I thought for the most part um, – for the better part of the game, I thought we executed that game plan. Um, I thought the game came down to the red zone. Um, we 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 had some opportunities to to get off the field on third down in the red zone. We didn't do that, um, and and we didn't score enough touchdowns in the red zone. And that that therein lies the difference in the game. I think the final stats were we were one of five and they were three of three. Um, and so all the things that go on in the game. Um, really kind of come down to that one statistical category. Yeah, the, the second to last drive offensively to the game, run first and second down. Are, are you guys trying to eat clock and control the ball there, or, or is, is the approach to be a little more conservative? Well, I don't. I, I didn't see exactly what the final stats were, but we ran for a lot of yards. Um, you know, so that had been effective. Um, 
Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. No matter the occasion, whether it's a date or a family holiday outing, daytime ice skating at Cameron Run Regional Park is sure to delight. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria, skate on the outdoor rink and stay warm with hot chocolate or make s'mores over a fire pit. This unique winter experience is only available for a limited time. Open daily December 18th through 30th and weekends in January and February. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. So, look, we're trying to get the first down. We got into a third and manageable situation. Um, we didn't convert, you know, and, and uh, that's really what you're trying to do. You're trying to get yourself, uh, worst case scenario, into third and manageable. Um, we did that. Um, we didn't convert. I'll have to go back and, and look at the tape, you know, um, you know the first throw. Um, Andy made was a hell of a throw for a touchdown. I'll have to go back and look at the tape and see exactly what happened. Dennis, did you think tackling was an issue? I did. Overall? Yeah, I don't think we tackled well. I, I was going to ask the same question. Then just in general, what um, kind of sticks in your craw about the defense uh, giving up the the touchdown drives in the second? Well, I think that the, the biggest thing was is that we didn't we had opportunities to win in the red zone. And we didn't. You know, when you get them third and I think it was third and eight, third and nine on the nine, you know, I'm expecting to win that down. Um, and we didn't do that. And and to me, that was the biggest difference in the game. The impact of the last punt and was it a zone defense or a man defense on the 60 yard touchdown? Uh, we were in man defense. Um, and uh, look, they, they got a kicker that can kick it a long way. And so. Um, we've got to execute the punt better in that situation. We gave them the ball in in, in good field position. Um, you're not going to be able to sit back and be ultra conservative in that situation. And so, um, you know, we missed a tackle and 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 a good player took it took it all away. So, um, I thought up until that moment, I thought we'd actually done a solid job, you know, on on Chase, but you know. Half his receiving yards, I think, came on that one play. Uh, Dennis, with Jameis being active, uh, is are you expected to go back to him as quarterback next week? Is he healthy? Uh, he's not 100% healthy. Um, and that was probably more of a product of, you know, trying to find 48 available bodies to play in the game. Um, look, we got a Thursday night game. Let's, 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 let's get into the, uh, study on that and we'll see we'll see where he's at um and we'll go from there Dennis a couple of things not often do you run for 228 and lose in this league and two how much do you think you missed a lot of more today well look I thought the guys that 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 uh went in there and played I thought they I thought they did you know I thought they competed um did we miss Lattimore yeah I think you know when you lose a player of his caliber um, against a really explosive offense that that throws the ball a lot, 
um, yeah, it, it, yeah, you miss him. You definitely miss him. Dennis, how would you assess your pressure on Joe Burrow in this game from that defensive line? And when Burrow's making plays like that, getting out of the pocket and being able to extend plays, is that what you wanted to defend against? Going well, I, I thought we didn't finish on him. We, you know, we had a couple of opportunities to finish on him, and we didn't. Um, you know, the one scramble for a touchdown, um, you know, I feel like we got a lot of bodies in that area and, and uh, we couldn't get him on the ground. And then um, we had another pressure late in the game that came free that's going to be a, a sack. I thought, look, you got to give him credit. I mean, he's, he does an unbelievable job in the pocket of somehow avoiding the rush and, and, and getting out of there. And he made a couple of big plays by doing that. Dennis, this is sort of a new form of adversity to, to try to bounce back from letting a lead slip away like that. I mean, how do you keep the keep the confidence up after yeah, just we're go, going well? Just go back to work. Go back to work. That's all you can do, and and that's what we're going to do. We're going to go back to work. We'll put a good plan together for Arizona, and we'll go out and and uh, you know compete our ass off and and, uh, and 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 play good. Without asking you to insult the officials, was there any accuracy in the rough and the passer call on Demario? I don't think I'm gonna go there. All good. Thank you. All right, fam, that's Dennis Allen, man, talking and listen. Man, there ain't no answers right there. I'm going to keep it a buck 15 with y'all. There ain't no answers right there. You had poor stuff happening all game long with the defense. The defense, if they handled the business, the Saints win this game. I'm not counting on the Saints' offense to – uh to do it, they did enough in this contest. The Saints offense, listen, let me tell you all something. Saints offense did enough, family. They did enough in this game to win it. You hoping that the defense, because you knew that you could not get in a shootout with the Cincinnati Bengals. The Saints offense scored enough points where this, this, this shouldn't have happened. The Saints defense surrendered several touchdowns. They gave up plays. They were stupid. They were bumbling. They were three stooges today. And I don't want to hear this nonsense, all this BS about all oh, the Saints defense they competed. No, they did not. How they competed? How they competed when you let a the best wide receiver them people have, who you know you can't let him get loose. He gets loose on a play at the back end of the game, which you could not allow. You could not allow that to happen. And you have your one of your best safeties back there, Tyron Matthew. And Roby, who's not a rookie, Bradley Roby's been in this game for some years. And Bradley Roby comes in there. He was missing tackles all game long. He aiming at guys' feet and their ankles, and then they rip him around, and he gets – it's just – what is – the whole damn game he was giving up plays. He gave up that play. Tyron Matthew couldn't close the deal. And then, of course, they wanted the offense to come back and – Outscore the Bengals. We said that in the the the, the post game or the pre the preview stream. You don't get into if you the Saints offense and you dealing you missing Mike Thomas, you missing Jarvis Landry, you missing Mike Thomas, you missing Jarvis Landry, you missing Chris Olave, you missing all of them and you still put up twenty six points 
of offense. You're doing your job if you're the Saints offense. Let's get that straight. Plus, the Saints rushed at it and put up, what, 228 yards? This ain't on the Saints offense today. You won't put it on somebody. I tell you to put it on. You put it on the goddamn defense. They, it's their fault for surrendering these touchdowns when you wasn't supposed to. Bradley Roby is a veteran in this league, and he's making good money. The Saints extended out this contract. There's unexcusable for him missing that many sacks, I mean, them, them tackles, including the tackle that sprung the goddamn guy free for the touchdown. And, of course, how about the bumble, the boobish plays that happened with the defensive line when Joy Burrow twice spit in their face, ran around on him, and they missed several tackles trying to tackle him, and he was able to scramble around from left and ran to the right, then threw up the ball up to the middle to their wide receiver for a new set of downs. That was supposed to be a sack. The defense was boobish. It was, it was dumb. It was trash today. They let Joey Burrow through for 300 yards and three touchdowns on him today. And he was the main reason why the, the Saints lost this contest because the defense surrendering plays. Well, Q, the offense, listen, Q, the offense, no, the offense did what they were supposed to. What you expect the offense to do when they got a damn backup quarterback and all the wide receivers are backups? <laughs> you are four, you are level four deep into your wide receiver starting in the game. Your starting wide receivers was Callaway and Traquan Smith. All of your top wide receivers are out of the game. Thomas, Landry, Olave, all missing. This offense did more than enough with them backup, back of the backup, backups guys. Even guys that came off the practice squad gave the Saints some jolt in the offense. With Rashid Shaheed coming in the game and returning the end around reverse for, I mean, he came in and end around it to the right side for 44 yards in the scope. The offense did eat more than enough with the backup, backup, backup guys that we had where the Saints should have won the contest. The problem was the Saints defense. The defense stinks today. They were supposed to hold it down, and they didn't do a damn thing. They got two sacks on the back end. When you talk about their contributions in the second half of the game, laughable. Laughable. Too much money is being spent on that defense, and they surrendering big play after big play. Don't, let, me, let me put it to you like this while I'm upset it. The Saints defense gave up. Look, you say, well, Q, what about the special teams? We know the special teams been struggling. But still in all, the Saints defense have more than enough playmakers on it where they should be able to stifle what the Cincinnati Bengals was doing. All you needed to do was make a catch. I mean, make a tackle. You getting paid a lot of money to make a tackle. The Bengals went one play, 60 yards on one play for a touchdown. And speaking of the missing tacklers, here go Tyron Matthew talking about the game. Here we go. The game, you know, I think as the game went on, you know, they found ways to kind of get them more involved. Um, and, and then that last one. Thank you, you know, Khalid. That, that's just on us. You know what I mean? We got to make that tackle. Did you think tackling was an issue overall? I thought we tackled pretty well uh, for the most part. Um, you capping, Tyron, bro. You, know, you capping. guys have great playmakers as well. Um, and so, uh, but yeah, a few of those. You did not tackle pretty well. Aaron, you guys were able to put a clamps on the run game. What was the difference with, you know, with the 10-point lead, obviously they're going to throw a little bit more. What was the difference there towards the end with them being able to move the ball? Yeah, I mean, you know, they got a, they got a great quarterback. And they got great playmakers. Um, you know, I think they have a great system as well. So, uh, you know, it's just one of those.
to kind of put them away and let them stick around. You know, I think they have enough guys, you know, on this side of the ball that, you know, eventually they're going to make some plays. What do you feel like was the difference in the way that you guys defended when they got into the red zone? Um, you know, I feel like we, we've been a pretty good, you know, red zone defense, uh, you know, this season. You know, obviously, um, you know, you, you think that, you know, that, that could possibly be the difference in the game. You know, those guys going three for three down there. Um, you know, so when you look back at it, I think, yeah, you know, the red zone, you know, we kind of struggled in that area today. Uh, and then obviously the, the the one big play at the end of the game, you know, we got to make that tackle. Yeah. So what what did happen on that on that final play from your from your recollection? There's two missed tackles. Um, you know, touchdown. It was, it was really simple. Tyron, how frustrating would you say this yep. is to, Thank to, you. to be Khalid. in front all game and to sort of have them, you know, at, at one point? How frustrating is this? Yeah. I mean, listen. I think it hurt. Anytime you lose in this league, it hurt. Um, you know, but you know, the last couple of weeks we we've had you know uh, you know double digit leagues, and um, you know we just got to find a way to kind of you know put teams away. Um, so um, you know, but I think the most important thing is us just continuing to stick together. Uh, you know, I think we have a good group, um, so you know I think we'll be all right in the end. But uh, just got to find a way to con- finish these games. Was not having Marshawn this week, but it kind of mix up the uh, the play and at least change a few things here and there. Well, you know, I think Marshawn's a great corner. You know, obviously, I think we we missed his presence. You know, today, uh, you know, but I thought Debo and and uh, Roby, I thought those guys fought hard. You know, all game. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, dealing with some of the injuries that they're personally dealing with. Um, you know, I thought they battled. You know, all day long. Uh, so. You know, my hat goes off to them. You know, once again, I line up with those guys, you know, any day. Um, and I thought D.A. did a great job calling the game as well. You know, I think, you know, certain moments, critical moments in the game, it's not about the play. What? Play. That know, boy crap. have to make a play. What do you feel like is going to be the number one thing that you guys have to do as a defense to clean things up uh, going into Thursday night? Well, we just got to stick together. You know, I think, you know, we're doing a good job, you know, um, Obviously, like I said, we, we've been a pretty good red zone defense. You know, not today. You know, I think today wasn't our day. Um, and, and then once again, it comes down to takeaways. You know, we got to find a way to take the ball away, um, you know, and, and give the ball to our offense, you know, a great field position. Uh, I think that's going to always be, you know, the, one of the more important things, you know, as a defense is how to take the ball away. Taryn, it seemed like a few times you guys had Joe Burrow in the pocket and he found a way to make a play. Talk about the job that he did with how Joe Burrow did. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, that's that's pretty much how he got his name. You know, Joe Cool. Um, it doesn't necessarily matter how the game's going for him. You know, um, you know, the kid is just laser focused. Um, you know, he's going to find a way to make a play for his team. So, you know, he's got great moxie, you know, great confidence. And then, you know, you add that with, you know, multiple playmakers. Um, you know, I, I don't think he's, he ever feels like he's out of the game. So, uh, you know, that kind of goes back to us, though. You know, we've got to find a way to finish. Yeah, obviously. I mean, tonight, um, you know, I think anytime you come off a loss, you know, you want to play like the next day. So, you know, we have that opportunity to, uh, you know, kind of get this taste out of our mouth and, you know, line back up, you know, Thursday. And, you know, once again, you know, we're going into a, 
you know, a great environment, you know, with great fans. Um, and once again, these guys have multiple playmakers as well. So, you know, we just got to find a way to, you know, do our job better. And, you know, like I said, it's going to always come down to, you know, takeaways. You know, we got to find a way to create more takeaways. That boy capping, man. All right, fam, let me go Andy Dalton on the screen. Here we go. Kind of the difference in the game, you think, just the execution down the red zone? For sure. I think, you know, that's one thing you can look at. I think we were one for five down there, and when you're kicking field goals instead of scoring touchdowns, I mean, that, that was the, the difference in the game for sure. Why, why do you think that, that was one for five down there? I think we got in a lot of third and long situations where they were able to just play coverage, and um, there's the efficiency on first and second down that, that hurt us. And, um, you know, I think that's that's what it came down to is we, we had needed to be better early on, the, um, you know, early downs that, uh, you know, give us a chance to get down to some manageable situations. Andy, on the four field goals in a row in the red zone, were there one or two plays that you wish you had back in terms of maybe you second guess something after the fact? Uh, I mean, I think we can go back and look at, you know, a, a lot of the games. I mean, uh, I mean, a lot of the plays and um in this one and um especially when you lose you can you can second guess a lot of things and so i think for us we uh got to look at it we gotta got to move forward and find the ways to correct it dude you was and throwing the ball the behind the wide receivers the all game long bro lock out and not allow them to get the ball back or I, it seemed like you know you guys ended up kicking a field goal was that was that what was in your mind on that drive yeah i mean we kicked the field goal we knew we were getting the ball coming out at halftime and so um yeah, I mean, if we, just getting points there was was big. Is it kind of frustrating to know that you guys had the ball three minutes left, maybe a chance to close it out, and the game with all these guys missing, you almost pulled it out and it kind of slipped away? It is frustrating. I mean, we got to take pride in uh, being at our best in those moments. And, you know, we, we, we weren't today. We weren't able to find a way to convert on the third down. Um, you know, on that last drive, I mean, a four-minute situation, you want to love to – Drive the ball down and hold on to the ball the whole time, but dude, you couldn't even it, operate a two-minute offense. We weren't at our best in that situation. Throughout this game, Andy, you had a bunch of third and longs. Even in the loss, are there some things that you see that you could grow on that you took some steps forward? Yeah, I mean, I mean, shoot, you can look at the running game too. I and mean, we thought we ran ran the ball really well. Um, and I think there's definitely things that we can take from uh, from this game that. I mean, that we can definitely build on for sure. Andy, on the uh, the last drive where you got the ball hit on your follow through, did you have somebody open you were thrown to when Hendricks, Hendrickson hit your hand? Uh, you know, I, I felt like it would have been a completion. I don't know if, um, if we would have been able to get the first down or not, but um, yeah, I think it definitely would have been a completion, though. Sorry if you've answered this, but – uh, still so much to play for. A lot of leaders on this football team. How do you keep this team together in a positive direction after a tough loss like this one? Yeah, and, you know, there's still a lot of season left. I think that's uh, – and Tyron was talking about it too. This is a short week. we got to um, get ready to go, and we got a chance to, uh, you know, get – 
Wake up at Holiday Inn Express to a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. Count on all the hot, fresh coffee you need and an incredible breakfast buffet that has something for everyone, like eggs, cinnamon rolls, and even hot, fresh pancakes with all the toppings you crave. Next time, do yourself a favor and stay at a Holiday Inn Express with a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. So, when you wake up at Holiday Inn Express, you'll wake up happy, a part of IHG Hotels and Resorts. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 film collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plans, streams, and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. This bad feeling out of our, um, you know, from you know, how we're feeling with, with this loss, we got a chance to, with a quick turnaround to, um, you know, change that. Hey Andy, with uh, Jameis back active this week, are you expecting him to start next week? I'm going to let DA handle that whole situation. So um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. On that last one to Callaway, what did you stick at? Obviously, you threw your arms up at the end, either hoping for a call or maybe thinking there should have been a call. What did you see on that whole play? Yeah, you know, he was one-on-one in that situation. I mean, third and forever. So, um Threw it up, give our guy a chance to to make a play, and I felt like there was a lot of contact there, and um, you know, for Quez to try to make a play on the ball and get get brought down. You know, I I thought there was enough contact there for uh, the ref to see something, but obviously he didn't. There wasn't nothing on that play, Andy. Andy, uh, I know you guys like kind of worked on that play to Rashid, the the like jet sweep play. Um, what did you see from that play? And, and you know, it seemed like he kind of once he hit the afterburners, it was kind of over on that. You get a guy with that kind of speed in the open field. I mean, that's what what can happen. And you know, I'm really happy for him. He got his first touchdown today, first touch on offense. And so, I mean, you think you just see his explosiveness and what he can bring. And you know, I thought it was a great call by Pete in that moment. He got got it versus the the, the perfect look. Thanks, guys. Man. All right. Uh, did you learn anything from that one, from what Andy Dalton's talking about? Obviously, um, you're going to get a lot of explaining going on with these guys and not really nothing shaking and baking like you would expect it to be doing. But 
Did you learn anything? If you did, please put it in the chat and let me know because I ain't learned a damn thing. <laughs> let me know. You know, I'm, I'm always somebody looking to learn something. A black preacher man, sports fam, Khalif says, Q, Matthew here stealing. Isn't he getting 10 million a year? Uh, uh, let me see what he is. I know his contract. Hold on. Let me let me take a peek at what Matthew. I forgot what his, his deal is. Give me just a second, bro. I don't think he's stealing, bro. I just think, um, you know, he's still not who you until when you when you bring a guy like Tyron Matthew to your club, you're anticipating this brother to be uh, one of your defensive leaders, a guy that makes a lot of plays. Now, right now in the season, he got 18 tackles, one pick and one pass defense. But in this matchup, Tyron Matthew should have elevated his play. Like that last drive when he gave up the touchdown, that was the game winning touchdown. You stop him from scoring there uh, or at least try to force him to take a field goal. It could, it could have been a different effect, but you don't let somebody come in and with one play march the length of the field. You don't let that. That's something that, you're not supposed to allow that. That's not even something that even supposed to happen. If you tie Ryan Matthew, then of course he gets back there after, uh, what's his Roby after Roby gives up the, the play and Roby been missing. He was missing tackles all game long because Roby spent most of the time diving at people's feet and then try to ankle tackles them. He did that with Joe Mixon. That's how Joe Mixon had gathered, um, uh, some yardage on him. He tackling their ankles. He tackling at their ankles as opposed to doing that. And the guy lift his feet and he got nothing to grab and he spins around because he don't know what the hell he's doing. But now Tyron's contract is uh, three years at 33 million, which pretty much works its way out at 11 million a season. I guess you could say annually. I guess you break the sport track down. Uh, this year, he has uh what is his base salary is 1.5, but if you kind of break it down, his contract does average out at uh 9.4 million according to them. They said roughly it's 328, three years at 28 million dollars. That's what Sport Track is reporting on. And this base salary for this year breakdown is 1.5. It elevates after uh next year at 7 million. And then the Saints did put a potential opt-out agreement in Tyron Matthews' contract after he turns 31. So the year, the next year after 2023, so after next season, the Saints can opt out of his contract and not have any dead money or anything attached to it. They can opt out of Tyron Matthews' contract after next year if they don't see that he's improving upon or he's he's gotten slower or whatever else. But you know, but I digress. Thank you, bro, for your uh, for your super chat, bro. Much love to you. Thank you. I don't. I'm not. I want, I'm not going to say that uh, Tyron Matthew is uh, stealing money from the Saints. I think that, like, really, today it was on the defense. It was definitely something that had something to do with the defense today, family. Ain't no doubt about that to me. And they had the Saints had several opportunities on the back end of the game to stop what the Cincinnati Bengals was doing. The Cincinnati Bengals wasn't doing that incredibly difficult if the Saints would just have done what they were supposed to do, which is catch, uh, is make tackles. You'd have won the game. Just simple. Make tackles, you win the game. That's what it basically is. 
you make tackles, you make tackles, you win the game. Saints didn't make tackles. They didn't make tackles in the game. All right, Brian says, Q, I learned that the culture ain't working. We need a reset badly. Thank you, Brian. Shout out to you, bro. On that, yeah, this is um, this is this is pathetic, man. Yeah, yeah, Pat. He was he was tackling the ankles, and I watching Roby. Roby missed several tackles today, doing the same thing, and the guy breaks free and scores, and then Matthew dives at his feet and misses him. The Saints had the game in their hands, man. They had three twenty-eight on the clock. It was three minutes and 28 seconds on the clock. The Saints had the ball with 328 on the clock. They couldn't get four yards to keep the clock turning. They had the timeouts. They had everything in place. They could not keep it going. They could not get three minutes off of the clock. And then they punted it, and the defense let them people score on one possession, one drive, one, one play. It was one play for 60 yards, touchdown. They didn't even have the balls to stop them people. Or even force them to kick a field. That is so sad. That's how you lost the game due to your pathetic defense. Don't let them tell you no different. You talk about the offense, this, that, and the third. The offense could not run out the clock. The offense did everything a backup ass offense was supposed to. They put the ball in the hands of the fierce running game. You had a backup ass quarterback in there that was throwing behind people, throwing at their feet. That dude was doing that all game long. I was pinpointing it in the broadcast. I said, family, this dude don't look right. Put him one in the chat if I kept saying that. I said, family, this dude don't look right. You know, don't he look off to you? He, like when he got sacked, it was his fault. He could have slid up. He wouldn't even sliding up in the pocket to make the throw. I'm like, dude, how you not feel all them? If you were a quarterback, been in the league for 10 years, how you don't feel that offensive line wrapping around you when you standing up there looking like that? When you see him sliding, you're supposed to catch that in your periphery. You step up into the pocket and deliver the throw. I'm like, what is this dude doing? Throwing at their feet, throwing. There was passes he threw to Callaway on that same drive when it was behind Callaway. I'm like, dude, what is you doing? He throwing behind Callaway. Like, bro. But like I said, a back of the back of the backup type office, you had a backup quarterback and you have your fourth string wide receivers and your fourth and fifth string wide receivers starting for you. Well, I tell you, they still got 26 points. You're like, curious offense. Bro, they got us 26 points or got you in position to get 26 points. What more you want out of a backup-ass offense? You didn't have Chris Olave today. You didn't have Jarvis. You didn't have Mike Thomas. You had your fourth-string and fifth-string wide receiver. The offense still got you 26 points. Why the defense didn't have lay business? How the defense let them people score touchdowns in the fourth quarter to kick you up out of here? how that work? See? So if you want to blame somebody, blame that bullshit defense. Because they're not getting after the court once again. They got three sacks today. Wasn't it? No, two sacks. Three sacks today on the Bengals' bullshit offensive line. Three sacks on them. Not nearly enough pressures to upset Joy Burrow. The secondary giving them soft cushions, which keeps things out front, but you got to make the tackle. So if you're providing a five or a 10-yard cushion or buffer, and you letting the guy catch the ball so you keep him out front of you, then you got to make sure you tackle him while you pro- after you provide him the cushion. So if he throws the ball to him, he gets five yards, you run up and tackle him. The Saints wasn't doing that. The first drive they have that what out of the, the halftime period that the Bengals had, the Bengals was marching down the field on the Saints defense, 
making seven and eight yard completions on them at a time, walking them up the field. The Saints escorted them up the field for the touchdown in the third quarter, then turns around in the back end and give up one play, one play for 60 yards to break the game open. And then we sit up here talking about, well, we need the offense to score a touchdown. No, that's about as much as the offense going to give you. It's a limit on it. They're not that good when you got backups in there. They're not that good. Like if you got a starter in there, that might be good for that extra touchdown. That offense is not good enough to go into a shootout with the Bengals. We said that that was one of the keys in the preview. You can't shoot out with the Bengals. The Saints offense put up this amount. That should have been good. The defense didn't handle this business. Bottom line. And anybody telling you that, they're capping. Dyron Matthew, get his ass up there and talk about, well, bro, we tackle well. Are you crazy? What game was you at, bro? Bro, did you get a concussion or something? Bro, for real, you need to get checked out because Dennis Allen's game plan, he, well, well, you know, the players, you know, Dennis called a fair game, a good game plan, a great game plan. It's the players to execute. Bro, really was a great game plan for you to allow the Bengals five and five to ten yard cushions to allow them to move the ball as effortlessly as they did? Huh? Was it a good game plan? We knew Lattimore wasn't going to be there, so he was providing a cushion. But the Saints secondary members, in particular, Bradley Roby, didn't make, he wasn't there to make a bet. I mean, they, it's Bradley Roby to me, I, I just don't know, bro. You missed three tackles in the game and then the one that break the game open. You a veteran cornerback that's been in the league for years, been starting somewhere, and this is the best you can do as a, a – that, that was just not feasible, man. Another Brandon Brown, the thing happened on the back end. Saints just – just it, I don't know what to tell you because you don't have enough time to come into – you got a game on Thursday. That's a short week. You don't have enough time to sit up here and look. So we're going to study the tape on and come back. We're going to have a better performance. I don't want to hear none of that. Just do your goddamn job. That's what this burrows down to. Do your job. The Saints lost this game because of poor tackling. Let's just keep it a buck 15. And all these people, these colorful people want to come up with all these little elaborate explanations. It wasn't nothing. It came down to the defense. The offense scored as many points as they can give you. The defense is supposed to cut, take, not allow the Cincinnati Bengals offense to march down the field like they did, especially in the second half of the game. You know it's the defense. The defense wasn't tired because they allowed the Bengals to march down the field on them after the Saints offense gave them almost an eight-minute rest period. It's the defense. The defense has been shitty all game long. They can't tackle to save their lives in this contest, and they dumb as hell in most of these plays. If you think in a game plan involved in allowing people to move the ball at five to six to seven to eight yards at the clip, you are a fool to think that that's some type of good plan, game plan. Tyron Matthews out of his goddamn mind if he sit up here talking about Dennis Allen called the good game plan and it's up to the players to execute. You're playing millions of dollars to these people. They really calm and cool in their shell because at the end of the day, you catch the blame. You catch the pain. You catch the bullshit. I got to sit up here and look at these other people in their face when they come up here and say, hey, the Cincinnati Bengals, boy, they really uh, did the number on you Saints, didn't they? They don't care. They still get paid whether win, lose, or draw. They're still collecting. But it's the who that nation. At the end of the day, they got to listen to all this bullshit out here. So when you don't do what you're supposed to do, that impact everybody. You paid to tackle and you're not tackling. You lost the game because of bad tackling. The Saints had poor bullshit tackling that was happening throughout the game. The plays when Joy Burrow was running around in the pocket, going to the right and to the left like he was Steve Young somewhere. Look at the dumbass Saints defender sliding around on the field like they covered the man in Crisco grease. 
and they couldn't get him. Like he was a grease pig or something. They couldn't wrangle him. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's insane. Smallville says when you playing with the house money and, and Andy seems to look look okay, but when the pressure's on, the real Andy shows up. Just ask the Cowboys people. We and that's why I say that people he did good in that first game he came out and I said to people, no, it ain't no con- no controversy because he's a placeholder. If he was that good, that he'd be starting somewhere. No, he's a good veteran quarterback that'll win you a couple of games if your starter's out. That's what my analysis was, and it continues to remain. But once again. Andy Dalton missed on a lot of throws, and he was saying, if you could take something back, you know what his response to it was? Did y'all listen to that? Andy Dalton's response is, oh, well, you can look at the rest of the games and say the same thing. And then he switched it up and said, oh, this game. Well, you can look at every piece. No, 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 no. Don't do no general bullshit. Get down to specifics, because that let me know if you know what you're talking about. Don't give me no general spill about looking at the game and the several plays during the game you can have back. What plays we talking in particular? like the several plays that you had when you was throwing behind wide receivers in the game? How about the touchdown throw you could have made in in, in, in the sec, in the first half of the contest when you found the guy there, but you threw it at his feet? Huh? How about them several plays when you was checking it down to Elvin Kamara and threw it at his feet? You see? They, they don't want to talk about that, man. Just give me my check and let me go ahead on by my business, Q. I don't want to hear this bullshit you're talking about. Mike says, Q, you, you just explained why Andy Dalton's no longer. Yeah, I, I got you, bro. I said that when we said when people were saying, Jameis, this, that, and the third is a QB controversy. I told people, I said, fam, no, it's not no QB controversy. This guy is a placeholder. He's a placeholder. You can win a couple of games with Andy Dalton as your starting quarterback. But it is, it's just, man, it, the offense gave you as much as they're going to give you. Now, Dalton could have gave you an extra touchdown had he threw the ball correctly, but he was out. He was screwing up all game long. I kept saying it during the play-by-play. The play-by-play. I was saying, dude, this dude is off. He's throwing the ball at their feet. He's throwing it behind him. What's wrong with this dude? He ain't sliding up into the pocket. Did he drink? Did he drunk on? Is he drunk out there? What's going on here? Because I ain't lying to you. Him standing up there looked like he was drunk as hell. I ain't going to lie to you. All right, Brian says uh, the Saints will be bad the next two years. We won't be able to use the top five pick in the offseason. Bad front office decisions. I would have kept Henderson and gave up Peyton and, and, and Davenport. Well, you know, Brian, you're right in retrospect, bro. In retrospect, you're all right. But, the, you know, it's, the thing is catching that before the fact. That's the whole thing. I don't think the Saints going to be bad over the next couple of years. But what I do see is that somebody got to grab them and shake them back into reality But both because – both Andy Dalton and Tyron Matthew is living in a state of delusionment. They're, they're delusional that uh, Dennis Allen did not call a good game plan. The Saints did not execute a good game plan, defensively speaking. How are you saying that when they're giving up touchdowns like that? And really, the Bengals could have blew the game open by 10 if they wanted to, but Jamar Chase dropped the touchdown where he was beating Adebo bad. Adebo was reaching and clawing at him. He reached up, turned around, and the ball went off his hands. That was another touchdown. So at some point, can't they have to? How, how do you expect them to figure out something they don't even know exists? How do you expect them to fix something that they don't even think is a problem? You know, do they have to look at the tape? I don't. I haven't looked at the tape. I'm living off a of fresh memory of the game, watching the game, and I've seen the mistakes happen. And I'm sitting watching it from a television. Them people sitting right up on the field. How you can't see what somebody see from? television you got access to everything and more so you gotta well i gotta sit down and study the tape no you don't have to sit down and study no tape to know what these guys up here not tackling the saints were not tackling today they were not tackling guys running through missing tackles this is what it turns into 
It is what it is. All right, thank you, bro. Says Q, they're gonna kill us with the hardest. Now they're gonna kill me. They're gonna kill me. They're they gonna kill it. They, they, they damn sure ain't gonna kill themselves. But it's just sad, man, because you you gotta tackle, bro. And, and this is what is going. They they just they just not tackling. Dennis Allen football. Okay, Gundam says I thought Dennis Allen football situation awareness would be advanced, but this shows he's in his in over his head. He's always displaying signs of mental fatigue. He allows the, the coordinators to do their thing, but he does call plays for the defense. I've said this before. I think Dennis Allen need to turn off his play, turn over his play calling duties to Ryan Nilsson and, and Coach Rashard. He has two, he got a core, he got two people combined to make one coordinator. He got a co-coordinator, co-coordinators. That's two guys that for one position. And you call them the plays for him? Why? Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Dude, you need to get up off of that shit and give it all over to your coordinators. They got two people doing one job, bro. You got two, and you need to feel the need to call plays. No, you need to go ahead and give the ball over, give the quote, the, the coaching of uh, the defensive coordinator dude is over to the two men that you pick to be the coordinators. There's co-coordinators, two of them, giving them, let them handle the job. And you become the overseer because you're not good enough to focus on one thing over another. Now, Coach Payton that time had a lot of success, and he was the kind of dude that you can rely on that. But this other dude over here, mm-mm, mm, absolutely not. Absolutely not. That guy cannot be alive, allowed to be uh, anything. He has to act as an overseer so he can keep an eye on everything because the offense needs, he needs his overseas offense. The defense has two guys as the coordinator and your special teams unit needs help. All of these units is playing down to themselves, man. All of them playing. The special teams is not blocking. They're not giving short fields to the offense and the offense need every indicate, every help that they can get. Every short field we can get. Because when you gave him a short field off the turnover, the Saints scored off of that. You know, so, you know, and then what really hurts it about family is the fact that you got to look at the fact that the Saints have a game coming up on Thursday against the Cardinals. You think they're going to get all this stuff fixed in, in four days, in three days? Bro, Josh says, hypothetically, if we have a losing season with no first round pick, in your opinion, what's the next move? Send away Peyton for picks to Carolina. Listen. 
You're going to get the Peyton. You're going to get the Peyton picks, Josh. Uh, good question. You're going to get the Peyton picks regardless, my friend. You're going to get them regardless. Now, Peyton showing, talking about the, the Carolina job looks attractive. He, boy, he a, a real, he a chat and chatting. He a real chatty caddy right now, man, to be honest. Or Sean Payton needs to change his name to Cathy, man, because he a chatty caddy right now. I'm going to be honest with you. He doing a lot of chatting up, chatting it up, chat, 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 chat. You know, so wherever he goes, bro, whether it's the Raiders or the Panthers or wherever he goes, we're going to get some picks for him. We're going to get some, some, some draft capital to form. And of course, we can use that to improve the team in the future. But I'm more concerned about what we do now. We're still in the crutch of this season. We need to figure out how to clean up this mess, so to speak, you see. Melanin guy said, if the Saints don't get a QB next year, there will be three straight years without reaching the playoffs, especially think they're going to be stuck in oblivion over the next five years. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I think the Saints, uh, it's just like this this game right here. It's like, like, like they missing something. With all of our backups, we were supposed to steal. With all of our top wide receivers missing and our starting quarterback missing, we still could have beat the Bengals who had all of their people. Think about it like that. The Saints with a backup quarterback, all of their wide receivers, all their top flight wide receivers missing. All of your top three receivers are injured. You had a fourth and fifth and sixth string wide receiver in there. A guy off the practice squad and the Saints almost won this game. It wasn't, you know, your offense, you got to look at it as backups. There's a reason why they're a backup for a reason. They're not going to give you the same scoring ability or punch that your starters do. They're not, that's not going to happen. But what happened was the Saints gave you more than enough punch, points to beat the Bengals today. They did. It's really that was when the defense was supposed to step up because the defense with our offense having so many people down, the offense was in special teams. Will Lutz kicked four field goals to get the day that helped the Saints out. This was supposed to be a win. The defense makes if they if they tackle the guy when they're supposed to, they win the contest. If the defense handles the business, they win the game. The defense let us down today. That's what happened in this game. The offense and the special teams gave the Saints more than enough help to, to, to give them 26 points. Where was the defense allowing all of these touchdowns to occur? Defense let us down in a big way. We had the game in hand, fam. We had it. All right, uh, Young Money uh, says we had a dub in our hands. And, of course, we let – yeah, I just said that. He let it down on I'm tired of the Saints this season. It's really hard to watch. It is heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking, bro. Shout out to you, uh, 0551 Young Money. Bro, I, I just, I, I don't get that, man. We just fired, we finished turn, we stopped turning the ball over. We had zero turnovers a day. The Saints ran for, what's the final tally on the rush? The Saints had 34 carries, family, for 228 yards. They averaged seven yards per rush, and we sit up here looking at a loss. Why? Because of the defense. The defense, the defense, the defense, when you can't make tackles, when you got Roby going out there and, my, and Matthew, especially Cole, I mean Bradley Roby, is the culprit of the day. Roby missed several tackles today that went for big plays for the Saints. He covering for a Debo on that side while Laddie Daddy's out, and this some bitch running around here missing tackles. He was the one that missed the tackle that helped Jamal Chase get done trying to tackle his feet. What kind of foolishness is this? This dude here, man. This dude here got to go, man. He got to go. He got to go, man. This dude, this dude was awful today. Awful today. Awful. And then we got a short turnaround against the Cincinnati Bengals, man. So 
It's awful, bro. I'm, yeah, y'all can see I'm peeved as hell today, man. We, I'm peeved because the Saints had this game in their hand with three minutes left to go on the clock and fumbled it away to the Cincinnati Bengals. The people came in here and stole the game. Saints supposed to be 500 right now. Instead, we done hit two and four. We two and four with a short week against the, Carol- the, the, the Arizona Cardinals. Got to shake my head on that one. Got to shake my head. Thank you, Judy. Says one interception in six games supposed to be the best secondary. People starting to look at the Saints defense, man. Suspect as hell. Suspect as hell. Getting gashed up the middle. Now they can't tackle to save games. The focus has got to turn it on to them. Millie Tuil said, man, the Falcons second in the division. Brother Solomon says, okay, Q. I, I'm, I'm going to rely on you on that one, that Brother Solomon. I hear you, bro. But we got another Brother Solomon that should be popping in here on Monday to talk about the Carolina, I mean, the, the Cincinnati Bengals. And he's going to be smiling from ear to ear, skinning and grinning over the fact that the Bengals got the win. So, oh, man. You know, Black uh, black Preacher Man, Sports Fan Khalif said, isn't Matthew supposed to be the land of, uh, he's last line, yeah, bro, last line of defense. Not says uh, Matthew, as he said that Dennis Allen called a good game plan, and we think, I think we tackled okay. <laughs> oh, he said, I think we tackled okay. Boys, you crazy? Barbara said, I said that if the Saints look bad uh, to game six, it was time to panic, folks. It's time to panic. I won't see that, Barbara. I hear what you're saying, baby, but I'm not going to say that. Uh, no, Lattimore did not play today, fam. Laddie was out. No, I'm not going to say it's time to panic because it's just uh, this is six weeks in. We got week seven to be here on Thursday, so that's going to be interesting to watch. Two and four, all the Saints right now, they one and three at home in the Dome. So out of the four six games that the Saints have played thus far, and of course one of the games was a, a London game, but the Saints are one and three at home in the home venue. One and three. So they can't even channel the energy of the dome to a win because they so unfun they fundamentally flawed. On offense prior to this game, they were turning the ball over, hurting themselves. They do zero turnovers in a negative variety and collect one. They went plus one in this game on turnovers, and yet the defense that's supposed to hold it couldn't hold. It's it's terrible. Matthew did say that, man, sir. He says, Matthew, on, I, bro, that boy said up there, I played it just a few, what, a couple of minutes ago. That boy said, I think we, ta- we, we tackled pretty good. We tackled all right. Like, what? It's your tackling while the game was lost. St. John said, I think this game proves Lattimore's the MVP. On the Dean, he says, tough trying to do without, especially when you got guys like uh, Bradley Roby, who can't tackle to save their lives, fam. So we're going to keep it moving, man. Gundam says, uh, Q, maybe this was addressed, Q. I w- he says, uh, why did Allen go away from his playmakers, Rashid Taysom and Ingram, uh, toward the back end of the game? I don't know, bro. Nobody asked him that question. Reporters didn't ask him, say, bro, why did you go away from Taysom on that drive, the last four dr- plays of the drive? Why was Taysom not involved in some capacity? Was he hurt? What was Rashid Shahid who was giving you a positive uh, 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 play in the field? Where was he at? Um, you know, that kind of stuff. And they didn't even ask that. I guess they felt that wasn't important. All right, Q, we have seven more games until a bye. Yeah, Eric, we got a lot of work to do, man, a lot of time to play. So I'm not going to say the season is lost. I'm never that person to say that. But I know it's a lot of football left to be played. And the Saints ultimately will gain some of their playmakers back but this is this is atrocious, man. Especially the defense was awful in this game, man. D 
defense. It's like Kevin man, Kevin says, man, how could uh, you go to the playoffs when you can't win at home, Q? Start the draft scout. No, bro, too early. They are one and three in a home venue. They can't win at home, bro. All right. All right. My dog Sean says the only thing keeping us alive is the fact that our division as a whole isn't good. Nobody currently has a winning record after six games. Isn't that sad? We count on everybody else to be bad. Cool Money says uh, Dennis Allen's the new Joe Philbin. <laughs> uh, you can't win with what the Saints have, man. You are a stumbling, bumbling buffoon. Boob. Manzer says, Q, what do you think about Adebo not being able to stop the slant? He says, call it every time they need a first down, they find Adebo audible and run a slant. Yeah, he was torching them, man. Yeah, Adebo had a difficult time guarding T. Higgins. T. Higgins was stronger than him. He was long, and he had a tough time, and T. was putting his body in front of him. He had a difficult time in stopping them, bro. But they, they went at him. And uh, they won a lot of them one-on-ones, man. But the Saints, if they would have just tackled when they were supposed to, we would have made it out loud with a win. Josh says, not sure if you mentioned this, but if what are your thoughts on Ingram's performance? I think Ingram did a hell of a job today, bro. I got to give it to Mark Ingram. I've been hammering them over the last several games, but to keep it honest with you, Mark Ingram had a, had a pretty solid game. He only rushed the ball nine times, but he had 46 yards. He averaged 5.1 yards per carry. Mark Ingram had a solid rushing game. They gave him the ball nine times. He was able to get five yards per rush. That's a win in my book if you're a running back. And that's all they did. And he even caught the ball a couple of times for him when they threw to him. Yeah, well, he threw to him twice. He had one catch for 11 yards. So, I mean, Ingram had a solid contribution today. He had a solid contribution today, to be honest with you. So I have to give uh, Ingram and Elvin Kamara credit from the rushing attack. I just think that the defense... If they would have tackled and played better on the back end, we would have came up with the win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, uh, General uh, Gouda says, Andy Dalton refusing to to ever throw for decent yardage. Yeah, I just, man. Time will tell, fam. We got the the Arizona team coming up soon. And um, we shall see what's going on. Can the Saints fit? Yeah, yeah, you're right, Brother Manser. But the the, the key key to it all is with the short week coming up, family, the Saints, they go down 30 to 26. They had the game in hand. Unfortunately, it turns out to be a loss. So with that being said, fam, I'm going to pop out on that. I will promise you I will return Monday. I will open up the phone lines. And uh, we will have a special guest, Mr. Solomon Wilcox. We had a schedule mess up for Friday and he was supposed to be on the preview show, but he'll be on the review show. And I'm pretty sure he'd be happy to pop up on there as he could shout the praises of his Bengals uh, in the game. So we'll talk to Solomon about the win uh, about Cincinnati and, you know, and so on and so forth. And uh, we'll open, I will open up the phone lines. I don't know if Solomon a bit, I won't hold him long, but after Solomon leaves us, we'll talk about some, some of the same stuff, and I will open the phone lines for the family members to chime in on their thoughts as the Saints are now two and four. The Saints are two and four, family. The Saints are two and four. Uh, right now, and currently, they are positioned at third place in the NFC West because the Atlanta is now three and three. Tampa Bay is three and three, so the Saints are two and four. And... uh 
one and four is the Carolina Panthers. And remember, the Carolina Panthers beat the Saints. That just goes to show you how this 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 is all absolute ludicrousness. But then with that being said, I'm going to pop out on that. Listen, I appreciate each and every last one of y'all for joining me for the summation of this broadcast. If you hadn't gotten the opportunity, please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Feel free to share the show's links on your social media feed. And we will return tomorrow with the recap stream and the reaction from the Who That Nation. Also, feel free to check the description section below for links. And also know that family, once the stream goes final, that we will have the um, timestamps, the quarter timestamps from first quarter. All that will be in the description section so people can uh, go kind of span throughout the how many four hour broadcast. The timestamps will be added. So with that being said, I'm going to at you on the flip side. Who that to you? And I'm out. Yeah. Huh? Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma. Thank you and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
about the Pro Shop. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember, it helps the platform continue to grow. Check out the Pro Shop and who that is. The WhoThatDaily.com. That's right, the WhoThatDaily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, and even the top flight boxing. So if you're a WhoThat and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, WhoThatDaily.com is your site. The WhoThatDaily.com for the sport WhoThat in all of us. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.